Welcome to Inside the Tornado, a podcast that highlights what's happening in the whirlwind of King University athletics. I'm your host, Chris Mangrum. This podcast will take a deeper look at King Tornado athletic teams by visiting with student athletes, coaches, staff, alumni, and more. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome in to episode F10 of Inside the Tornado. Our guest today is Dimitri Tedley, a sophomore from King's men's wrestling team. Dimitri, welcome into the podcast. Thank you for having me. Before we jump in and talking about wrestling, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm 19, a sophomore from King. Uh, I was born and raised in Louisiana, the Shreveport, the Northwest area. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot about food. Yeah. Just coming from there. Uh, I, I played baseball my whole life. Really? And so, and I also did karate, which led to me getting into wrestling. And uh, I always knew that I wanted to be do something in the science field mm-hmm. while growing up because all I did was watch Animal Planet yeah. and things like that. I have two brothers, my mom who raised me, along with my grandparents, and I have a lot of animals. Really? How much I like them, yes. I felt like we could dig into so much of what you just said, but I'll pick a few of them. Uh, so you talked about food. So let's let's hear your best Louisiana dish. What is it? What's the number one? So my favorite Louisiana dish isn't really a Louisiana thing. It's okay. just everything in Louisiana is cooked better than anything okay. else. Yeah. And I like veal parmesan. Okay. Or uh, crawfish alfredo. Okay. Basically. A lot of pastas. Yeah. So, okay. And also, you mentioned you have a lot of animals. I've got to know. How many animals do you have and what kind of animals do you have? So, I, ha- I have two dogs. Four now, I think. Or three now. Because my brother just got another one. I have a cat. A pet chameleon, two fish tanks. I had a bird, but my cat recently killed the bird. No. Because my little brother set the bird free. <laughs> oh, uh, man. And then I also had a pet frog in the past, but I think my brother let that one go. And we've had a few more things over the years. I had a bunny. Yeah. That didn't turn out very well either. So you basically have a petting zoo at your house, is what you're saying? Uh, between the two houses that I, yes. <laughs> Uh, the things that you hear on this podcast sometimes. All right. So you mentioned that you're from Louisiana. So that's quite the track up here to, to Bristol, Tennessee. So um, tell us how you heard about King and what led to your decision to uh, wrestling here. I have a friend from Louisiana who also goes here. Okay. Wrestles here. And he came up here for a visit in the past. And me and him are good friends. And we were at a tournament and he was like, hey, you want to come to King with me? And I was like... I don't know. I've never heard of it before. So, and I was like, uh, I have other places that I might need to visit. Maybe I'll go visit this one also. So after high school ended, this was uh, one of the first visits I went to before uh, everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. And I liked the campus and it was really nice. And the kids that I met, I got along with them pretty well and I thought I would have fun out here. So I was like, never visit anywhere else. I like this place. Why not come here? Sure. And it's been good ever since. Yeah. So you mentioned you played a lot of different sports growing up, and of course you mentioned karate. You said that kind of led to your um, decision to wrestle. Um, talk about that transition of when was it exactly that you started competing in wrestling, and what made what was it that helped you understand that or helped you know that you wanted to wrestle in college? 
So when I was about six, I was, my parents put me in karate because my mom liked fighting uh, sports and things like that because she boxed when she was okay. when I was younger. And she was pretty good at it. She yeah. also fought her whole life. So I decided that I need to be, if my mom's going to be good at this stuff, I need to be the best also. Sure. So my mom basically instilled into me that you, you're you not a loser. You're a winner no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I have to win everything. So going into karate, I did karate so much that I became number one at that. And I was supposed to go compete at Worlds and things like that. But as soon as that tournament came up, that was the time I was just getting into wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I started wrestling in about seventh grade because uh, my grandfather said to try this out. Yeah. Because he wrestled when he was in high school and he won country in Italy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty. I didn't know that yeah. until he told me later on. And, and in middle school, I basically just learned how to do the basics. Mm-hmm. Didn't really compete as much, maybe two, three tournaments. So I was terrible. Yeah. Like... I probably could just push myself over basically right now. <laughs> and then I, when I got into high school, about the first month then I got lifted and returned with a trapped arm and broke my arm. Oh yeah. So it ended my season then also. Uh, so about then I had about two, three months of wrestling experience going into high school. And all season is where I put in most of my work. So from the all season of my freshman year all the way up to my senior year, I just put every day I was on the mat or doing something mm-hmm. and to make sure that I was going to be the best at this. If I was going to be the best at every, everything, I had to put in the work to be the yeah, best. Of course. So that's basically me not, not realizing that I wasn't that good at wrestling, maybe decide that I need to do more in wrestling and stop doing everything else that I was already good at mm-hmm. and pursue something that I, I felt like I needed to do better in. Yeah. You mentioned that competitive spirit, and it seems to be passed down throughout your your family tree. And uh, your senior season, uh, you were able to to bring home a state championship. Is that right? Yes, sir. So tell us about that experience. Not everybody uh, has has a state championship title. So uh, talk about that experience and how that made how that made you feel. Uh, from my junior year going into my senior year. Uh, my junior year, I should have been in the finals mm-hmm. and possibly won state also. But in the la- I was beating a kid in the semis pretty bad. And then I did something stupid and pinned myself. Oh, wow. Like a lot of wrestlers would do. Mm-hmm. And that broke me, basically. Mm-hmm. And it pushed me to the point where I said I'm never losing again. And that off season, I went to, I hit the weight rooms. I put on a lot of muscle. I worked out harder than I did the years before, mm-hmm. and throughout the whole season, I wouldn't I wouldn't just go to practice and go back home and cut weight and things like that like most wrestlers do. I wake up at five in the morning, go to the Y, run three miles, do pull-ups, push-ups, the row machine. Then I'd go to school, have a granola bar throughout the day. That's all I'd be eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'd practice, and after practice, I'd go home and run five more miles oh, before wow. I went to sleep. And that basically put me, my body in such a good enough shape that no matter what the other kid was doing, I'd still be able to sure finish on top. And the experience was nice, but the whole time, I was, all I was thinking about is what I can eat after I won. Of course. Yeah, because you can't, the meal doesn't taste better unless you win. So what was, what was the choice for that meal? Uh, all I wanted the whole season was a patty melt from Whataburger. That's all I wanted. I didn't care about the fancy foods that we had. Yeah. I just wanted some fast food. There you McDonald's. Go. Well, you earned it. Canes. You earned it for sure. So 
you finished your high school career on such a high note, winning a state championship. You get to King, you're ready to get get after it, and in your first match, you suffer an injury, a season-ending injury at that. So um, it caused you, yeah, it caused you to miss the whole year. How healthy are you now as you are jumping into your sophomore year? Well, so over the summer, I did a lot of physical therapy. And right as soon as I hurt my knee, I, I went straight into surgery. And from then on, I was like, I told myself, I was getting told by them that I'm healing really fast, mm-hmm. faster than anyone they've ever seen. Because in my head, I always thought I was superhuman. Yeah. That I could do anything and I can't get hurt. But then getting hurt, that changed everything. Sure. And I was like, well, dang, I guess I can get hurt. But uh, throughout the whole process, I was healing faster than faster than I should have been. I was walking basically three weeks out of a surgery. You're, not, you're supposed to be on crutches for for six weeks, mm-hmm. and I was doing and I was putting in so much work for that knee to make sure it was back and healthy before the next season that by the time I got back to school to do the return to play test to get back, I basically blew it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And and I've been wrestling ever since, and I haven't felt any any give or anything like that. So I feel pretty fine. Yeah, good enough to basically try to qualify for nationals if I need to or want to. You mentioned earlier about your your loss in your junior year in high school, how that propelled you to move forward, and it seems in some ways like maybe this injury has done some of the same. You mentioned before we sat down to talk that you had undergone a, a major change here at the school. You had changed your major to a biology, a major in biology, and a minor in exercise science. So uh, you mentioned that your injury kind of caused you to, to change direction. So tell me about that decision. So over the summer, like I was told by my teachers in the past to go do like uh, internships and things like that. And since I was doing so much physical therapy, I was basically doing like almost an internship with that and seeing how much fun that the physical therapists were having and how much I enjoyed this, that experience, I realized that I might more have more fun being a physical therapist and maybe coaching on the side because they have a lot of free time they could also do after work. And I could, so I could, I could be a physical therapist, do the things I like doing, and then go home, have my own gym or something like that, teach kids how to wrestle or, sure. or pro fight maybe later on in the future. Yeah. So let's talk about this King program. Uh, it was ranked 24th in the uh, NWCA preseason poll. So walk us through some of the goals for your all's team this year and, and also some goals for yourself. Well, I feel we're, we should be ranked way higher than that. Okay. From, from last year's uh, rankings, they don't really uh, – I wouldn't say they match up as well as how I think we'll do this season. We should be ranked way higher. Because from from the what I see in the room and what I think we can do, mm-hmm. we we can we'll do big things this year. And for as our as our team goes, and everything we've done in the past isn't gonna isn't gonna reflect how we're gonna do this year. Because we're gonna, we're gonna win at almost everything. Is what I feel. Regional title. We're, we're gonna have a lot of national qualifiers, some national placers, mm-hmm. hopefully a national champ. And for myself coming back from the injury and everything, I'm not gonna let that affect how I feel I should be able to compete. Mm-hmm. So if I, was, let's say I never got injured, 
and I felt like my, I see myself as a national qualifier, I'm going to be a national qualifier. Yeah. No matter what my injury tells me I can or can't do. Sure. Now, your team has undergone a little bit of leadership change. Um, so this is your second year on campus. You're already on your second coach. And so uh, Tony Vizzetti took on uh, that leadership responsibility here recently, uh, named interim head coach. So what are some of your initial impressions of the job he's done so far? He's been doing a great job. Uh, that, that type of transition, especially uh, for a younger guy, mm-hmm. should, have been, should have been really tough. And it probably was, but he never, we never saw any of that. He never let any of that affect how he felt he should present himself in the, in the wrestling room, how his, uh, his attitude towards us should be. He was hit with the same kind of surprise as we were, mm-hmm. basically. And he, it didn't affect him at all. Yeah. He kept going on with how he felt the program should be ran. He may have changed a couple things, but it, it was changed for the better, sure. in my opinion. He got us in shape as fast as, he, as I've, I've ever been put in shape, I feel like. Uh, he's been, the, the way he uh, runs our practices are really good, and I have no problems with the way he's been doing things. He's been doing things very well. Good. We're glad to hear that. And uh, your old season is underway, and your home opener is coming up on November the 20th here at home against Newberry, who's also ranked. Uh, so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but last year it was the um, it was the first match where you got hurt. Now that was on the road, correct? Yes. And so your first match this year was also on the road. Is that right? Yes. So coming up on the 20th, this will be your first match competing here at home uh, in the student center. So how excited are you to uh, to take the mat here? I'm pretty excited. Uh, I hope to put on a show for everybody if I can. Yeah. I know Newberry's got some strong wrestlers, some good competitors and everything. So it's not like I can walk out there and expect sure. to do whatever I want. Of course. But I see our team as being able to pull out the win. Because and our head coach this year that was uh, that ended up leaving mm-hmm. is now the head coach of Newberry, so that should be a very exciting match, especially for it to be at home. Sure, and have the home field home field advantage and everything. Yeah. So I expect uh, I plan on doing a lot of trash talking about <laughs> the situation. Okay. Well. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, November 20th, circle that date on your calendars uh, because that is going to be a huge match here at King. And as, uh, as we've heard from uh, Dimitri this, uh, this, in this interview, this team has a lot of confidence and they're ready to hit the mat and, and get this season rolling. So uh, thank you for being here today. This has been a great conversation. And uh, as we always do on the podcast, I want to give you the last word. Is there anything we haven't talked about, anything that you'd like to say to our our listeners before we close out? We expect big things from our team, so just keep the support. Come out and watch us, and cheer us on when we win. We encourage you guys, of course, always to come out to campus, check out uh, not only our wrestling matches, but we got a lot of other sports that are starting up, so we'd love to see you on campus. 
Uh, even if you can't make it to campus, be sure to tune in uh, live online. Uh, follow follow in um, on all of our results from all of our different competitions throughout the rest of this semester and even into next semester. So thank you for listening. This has been, again, episode F10 of Inside the Tornado with Dimitri Tedley of King's Men's Wrestling Team. As we approach the holidays, we may have a couple weeks off here and there, uh, but episode F11 will be coming soon, so be sure to check out our podcast feed for the next episode. Uh, One more time, we want to thank you for listening. We uh, appreciate your support. This has been Inside the Tornado, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.